Hey, welcome to a, another edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. Today, I am joined by a guy who Brian Monzo says, this is a quote from Brian Monzo, producer of Mike's On, is, quote, the best wrestling fan at WFAN. And that, of course, is my Saturday producer. You can hear him produce throughout the week. And that is Tommy Lugauer. Do you like those uh, kind words Monzo gave you? I, I appreciate that. I didn't know he said that about me. Now, is that sort of a in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king sort of thing? <laughs> I mean, is or am I? You know, is there a plethora of wrestling fans here? That oh, I am yes. Superior to? Yes. No, there are a plethora <laughs> no, of wrestling there are, fans for sure. It, it was half of them were at the Net Nick game with you the yeah, other night. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I I introduced Monzo about a few weeks ago. We did a State of the WWE podcast, and nice. I tried to put Monzo over because he is. A very good wrestling fan. I think he's great. And I said, I think Brian Monzo's the best wrestling fan around here. And he declined that. He said, no, 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 no. It's Loogie. And I said, well, I know Loogie's a really good wrestling fan. I didn't know if I was putting him over you. And Monzo said, yes. So you know what? I'm going to accept it that you are number one. Congratulations. Well, I appreciate the kind words from Monzo. Him and I have done some podcasts in the past about wrestling, some with you, some on the side. Um, and I think uh, Brian is certainly right up there. I appreciate the kind words, and I will let him know on the podcast here, and I will let him know when I see him, and I'll thank him for saying uh, such nice things. I have two things we're going to hit on today, the Crown Jewel pay-per-view and Survivor Series and okay. the build that's leading to it. Uh, let's get this out of the way, all right, because I've already made this clear numerous times. The event on Friday afternoon in Saudi Arabia shouldn't have happened, all right? The WWE shouldn't have had this event. It was blood money. It was embarrassing. The, the one moment, and this is just the, the geopolitical me saying my favorite moment of Crown Jewel was when they started promoting Survivor Series, and clearly they put the pictures on the big screen, and they actually showed a promotional picture for Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, and I really believe, and this makes me feel good about the world, that the crowd gave that picture the biggest pop, which shows you it's the government that's the problem. It's not the people. You know what I'm saying? The people were, they were cheering so loudly because they they realize, they understand they're being held back in that country. So I thought that was cool. That made me feel warm and fuzzy, but let's just get it out of the way. They shouldn't have had this pay-per-view on Friday. Shouldn't have happened. You agree with that, Lugie? Oh, absolutely. And I was going to say, uh, if you drank every time they mentioned Saudi Arabia, you would have been sober because they never <laughs> once mentioned it the entire show that they were in Saudi Arabia. Not once. Right. And they figure by putting the name of the town, no one will understand Correct. that's in Saudi Arabia. Right. Or they were certainly trying to give you that illusion. Like everyone knows where they are, but they were not going to do that. And they were very strategic of how they shot the crowd. It was a lot of kids. It was some of the women that were in attendance. So they were trying to do the best they could to damage control of, of as far as the production of that show went. And, and here's how I would compare Hulk Hogan making his return and opening up this mm -hmm. show. Now, you and I are both married men, and we would never cheat on our wives. It will never happen, right. right? Let's say a man cheated on his wife or a wife cheated on a man. You know you're in trouble. You know you did something wrong. So that night of the cheating, you figure, let me double down and cheat with five other people. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did by bringing Hogan out. They knew, hey, this event is being panned around America. It shouldn't happen. We're taking blood money. So you know what? This is the perfect opportunity to roll back with Hulk Hogan. I mean, that's the way I felt when I saw this guy come out to the ring to open the show. Well, two things. One, to piggyback again what you said, obviously the whole entire event was so distasteful. And and so, like, to think what 
the, the show they had on Sunday, which was such a great show for what it meant historically, and just the actual show itself was so amazing, Evolution, and then to have this on Friday, just a distasteful event, and then you add to the controversy by having Hogan on it, um, <laughs> I think it's partially what you said, and I also think that that audience, particularly some people in the audience, maybe the person that fit the bill, uh, is, I mean, here's the shock, live in the Stone Age, so they are more interested in the bigger stars of the yesteryear, the 80s, the 90s. That's why you had a main event, and we'll get to that, uh, of, 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 of the yesteryear. So I think part of that is also having a name like Hulk Hogan on there is somebody that would appeal to that audience that was in the crowd. Yeah, and I, I think we all knew that the main event of this show is going to be the nostalgia match yep. of Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Oh boy. <laughs> That's not, and you're being nice by using the word nostalgia. I mean, it was, <laughs> I got to tell you, it was awful. It really yeah. was. Sad and, to watch is and, the way I would say. Absolutely. And Shawn was a guy and Stone Cold is this guy too, who was able to walk away and not leave yep. you with this bad, you know, I, it's Willie Mays falling down in the outfield at Shea Stadium, you know? It, it's, and no, and no disrespect to either one of them. It's Flair and Hogan and TNA bleeding all over the place. Yeah. It's something of that, of that kind of ilk. Absolutely. And the, the sports analogy is Barry Sanders and Sandy Koufax and Jim Brown got out before we saw them break down. They got out as legends. So you will hear people talk about Koufax, Sanders, and Brown as the great players that they were. But I think even to a higher level because they don't have the memory of them looking awful. When we have the memories of great athletes looking awful, as much as we say, oh, it doesn't hurt their legacy, in our brain it kind of does. And forget Triple H, forget The Undertaker, and forget Mayor Kane, because <laughs> we've seen them a lot, and we've seen them look bad a lot at times. The Sean thing bothered me, and the fact that he didn't have any hair, like, that's not Shawn Michaels. Bald Shawn Michaels? Well, again, and it's funny that you said guys that walked away early. I think of a wrestler who did walk away early, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, one of the great baby faces of all time, came back, had that run with Chris Jericho, and looked great. And I think the age that he came back was similar to Shawn Michaels. Now, Shawn Michaels, arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. If you said that, I wouldn't argue it. He was fine in the match, but the expectation level that you have for Shawn Michaels was not met. And I felt like when Ricky came back, he exceeded the expectations that I think a lot of people had that you still got it. He got a run out of it with Jericho, had the match at WrestleMania and a couple after that. And Shawn just, it just didn't, it just didn't click. This is not the Shawn Michaels. Like you said, he had such a great retirement match. Those two series of matches he had with Undertaker for him to come back now. It's, it'll be interesting to see if he goes, you know what? Some of the things that happened in that match, that performance, you know, I'm going to just, you know, let's just hope that I'm going to take my money and run. Or does he go, you know what? This is not what I want people to remember. And maybe he pushes himself to have a singles match with somebody out there that could carry him or could go blow for blow and make him look better than what he did uh, yesterday. Yeah, it could go both ways. I mean, he said yesterday, and I don't want to judge too much what he said right after a wrestling match because I think you need time did to think about Did he pull a Danny it. Glover and Lethal Weapon? I basically was the line, essentially. He, he, he said he's done, <laughs> yeah. and he wants to go home, and I don't blame him for that. I don't know if he's going to have the philosophy that you said, which is, hey, I can't go out like this. But maybe we're going to, 10 years from now, just forget this match ever happened. You know, maybe we're just going to ignore that he came back in a tag match. I think the biggest problem I had was... If this was the main event two weeks ago, I think I would have said, I get it, all right? I understand right. it. Once Roman Reigns, unfortunately, had to vacate the title yeah. due to leukemia, and now the universal title match became right. like a really big match. Hey, you remember title changes. You remember when someone wins a championship, especially a universal title that has not bounced around a lot 
since it, it since, since its existence, you know? Mm-hmm. You had Brock have a long run. Roman, I think, was going to have a long run. Even Kevin Owens had a decent run. You remember when titles change hands. Once Roman's out and you're saying, hey, this is a one-on-one match to determine a new universal champion, it's got to be the main event. Yeah, I think that what particularly, and we'll get to that match, the way it finished, when I saw that match not end, you know, when it didn't close out the show, the first of all, I knew, I thought it a few weeks ago that it might go that way, but the light bulb really went off. When that wasn't closing the show, I went, oh boy, that's, if you're sort of christening Braun Strowman here to have him, what, three or four from the top, that's probably not where you would uh, present that match. You kind of want the crowd going home, because I think that they probably knew that that finish, even in that, in that, uh, even in Saudi Arabia, it was not going to go over particularly well. So that kind of made me think that that wasn't that Braun wasn't going to win, and they wanted you know to kind of go out on a high note with uh, with DX winning. Well, the the comparison I made because uh, the last I, I did a, a podcast right after Revolution, which I didn't uh, agree with you very much on. I didn't love the pay per view, but we could save that for a different day. Okay. But one of the things I mentioned at the end was, hey, what are they going to do with the Universal Title? And I think you'll appreciate this comparison. I said, look. I think Braun's going to win. I think they're going to put the title on him. But the reason why it could be Lesnar is here is Brock saying, all right, okay, you need me. Okay, you, you, you tried Roman Reigns. Okay, he's not healthy. You need a new champion. Don't worry. Just throw me a few shekels. Okay, <laughs> I'll come back. I'll take the title. I'll make everybody happy. The revenue will be, uh, don't worry about it. And, that's the, and it was in yeah. the back of my mind thinking, this is how Brock may get the title. Vince may have been scared to say, I don't know if I just want to give it to Braun Strowman or somebody else. Let me give it back to Brock. And so that's exactly what they did. And the match placement didn't jump out at me because I knew that the Saudi Arabian government basically demanded Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker Kane to be the main event. Here's when I knew, holy crap, they're going to go through with this. Right out of the gate when Baron Corbin hit him. Yep. Because I think what they were doing, and they did it, and I actually thought they did it well. I'm going to give them credit here. They were going to make Strowman look strong in defeat. And I think that's what they did because they made it cheap from the beginning. He never was really able to make a comeback in oh, the match. Got, I don't think he got one offensive move in. I think there was one. I think there was one offensive move after like the fourth F5. But he kept kicking out of F5s, and I knew, I, I kept saying to myself, eventually he's not kicking out of it. What number is it going to be? Is it going to be a fourth, a fifth, the eighth? What's it going to be? And their goal is going to be, we're getting the title back on Brock, but we're going to make Strowman look strong. We're going to set up this separate angle with Baron Corbin and then have Braun chase the title. And I think eventually beat Lesnar. I think he's going to be the guy who's going to definitively beat him. It's probably going to be Strowman, but I don't think they wanted to give it to you in Saudi Arabia right out of the gate. And I think that's where they're going with what they decided to do. Yeah, I think the idea that anybody that comes out of that thinking that that was somewhat of a squash match, uh, it wasn't. The idea, I believe, was to obviously Brock and Corbin to get the unfair advantage on Strowman for you to say, wow, he kicked out of, yeah, whatever, five, six, F5s. Uh, He never had a chance. He was cheated. He was wronged. But look how many he kicked out of. Brock put it over every time. He kicked out the facials, the whole thing. And then maybe, maybe, I'm not sold on this, but possibly Strowman going on to, say, win the Royal Rumble and defeating Brock at WrestleMania, something like that. Uh, I don't think they should do that, though they may. I don't Who knows? I I, I think that that finish is very telling in a lot of ways because I know on social media people were, like, killing having Brock Lesnar win the title. I think it's, I think one of the things I would say is that they are probably not sold on Braun Strowman 
as their guy, as the face of their company. Because obviously now you don't know what's going on with Roman Reigns. Clearly, he may never wrestle again. You have to. You have to. Obviously, that's a that's sure. a strong uh, fact that that might happen. So I don't know if they're in love with you know Braun Strowman being their guy. Maybe Drew McIntyre. Maybe they're just looking for that face. So you put it on a guy like Brock Lesnar who obviously has a crossover appeal, could show up at UFC tonight at the Garden, uh, could you know fight a UFC fight with the universal title, either on his shoulders or certainly be acknowledged as a champion. So that's a realistic thing as they sort of build up their next top star over the next five years because you can't bank on Roman Reigns coming back. I understand that, and I, I don't think they're thinking about Roman Reigns, and unfortunately they can't right. think about Roman Reigns no. in terms of storylines, but... They also can't treat the universal title as if, boy, we really can't give it to anybody. If you give it to Strowman and you book him the right way, he'll be a fine universal champion. He has been over with the crowd for a long time. And I was actually surprised how over with the crowd he was. I thought the turn that they made once Reigns won the title was kind of dopey when they paired him with Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. I don't think he needs to be paired with anybody. Mm -hmm. So... If that's Vince's thinking, if that's their thinking, they're wrong. I think he can definitely hold the title. Now, if they want there to be a little bit of a chase, I totally get that. And I think that's a good storyline. But what I would have done is if there's going to be a chase where Braun eventually beats Brock, I think the chase has to end soon. Like, I don't think you can drag this out to WrestleMania because it is not good for the title or for Raw to have it away. And we saw it for so long. We saw it the first time with Brock Lesnar. And we saw it, obviously, more recently when it was over a year the guy was champion and was never there. It's not good. I know they got heat or they got Brock heat for being that champion that's never there. But they ended it and they needed to move on from it. So I know they're not going in this direction, clearly. But if they wanted to have Brock win the title the way he did, I would have set up the rematch for Survivor Series and at least have Strowman go over him cleanly and dominantly on American soil, on a benchmark pay-per-view. That's obviously not what they're doing. They've created Survivor Series as one giant exhibition game, which we'll get to in a second. (laughs) So I think they're making a mistake with the way they're booking it because, Lugi, they're going to have Brock hold the title to WrestleMania? Well, that's the thing. And I I figured, and I'm starting to get out of you a little bit, I figured you'd be so outraged this morning because I know how aggravated you were with that title reign of Brock Lesnar, and I and I hearken back to to Hollywood Hogan when he first won the title back in the in the mid to late nineties, and he rarely defended the title. He always had the schmaz finish; it never was clean. But see, I thought that actually helped his character because he was kind of the chicken, you know what, heel then, and it, it kind of like in, enhanced it, and it made you want that chase, it made you want that chase, and. I don't think that that's exactly what they got out of the Brock no. uh, run. Now, they told you on television, Brock doesn't care. Brock doesn't like you. That's the narrative they set. With, because they did that is because they wanted you to cheer Roman Reigns. Because they're like, well, this Brock guy, he's not here every week. He doesn't care about us. They tried to do that with the Cena Rock angle. They tried to make you want to boo Brock because he's a part-timer, doesn't care, going to the UFC, blah, blah, blah. And that was all an effort to build up Roman Reigns. And honestly, it didn't work. And now, again, that's maybe the direction they're going to go again. But I told you a few weeks ago, Brock is such a savvy businessman. And he probably saw an opportunity like this and went, you know what? Like you said earlier, (laughs) I could come in now, get more money out of Vince, sign for a few appearances, take over the title. Let's be honest. In their eyes, Brock Lesnar is a bigger star than Braun Strowman, which, by the way, he is. He has the crossover appeal, like I said, with UFC. We don't know what's going on with that. John Jones says he wants to fight him. Like I said, he could make an appearance tonight at Madison Square Garden. Vince loves that. that. It's that more eyeballs on his product. So I think at the end of the day, when your situation like that, when your top star, the face of the company is out with illness, with an illness, 
You look at it like, all right, I'm going to put the belt on what I deem as the biggest star, and we'll go from there. And as far as the fighting champion goes, the thing I would say is on SmackDown, you've had AJ Styles, who arguably is the best wrestler in the company, certainly top five, top ten in the world, has had the title for a year, and I'm not in love with a lot of the matches he's had and some of the finishes, but there you have a guy who's been a fighting champion. So in the era of the two champions, which I do not like, you have a situation where you have the fighting champion on one brand, another word I don't like, their keywords, but that on their on SmackDown. And then on Raw, you kind of had the champion that shows up, you know, every three or four months, has six or seven uh, minute matches, walks out with the title pretty much every single time. So you have that sort of variety between the two. That's why I don't get too nuts with the Lesnar title reign, which was what over what 500 days. Right. It is funny looking at the comparisons between how the WWE title has been treated and how the Universal title yeah. has been treated. The WWE title is defended all the time. I all mean, it's time. defended on SmackDown. It's defended on pay-per-views, but it doesn't get the respect because it never main events. It never, never main events. Ever main events. And Monday Night Raw, and we'll see how this changes when SmackDown goes to Friday night and it's on Fox, but Monday Night Raw, viewed by most, if not all, and certainly and definitely by in the company, is the flagship. It is the main show. Sure. It's the A show. So... Things that happen on that show are going to supersede anything that happens on SmackDown, at least for the time being, and certainly has been in the past. No, it, it, it's always been that way. I mean, there have been a handful of times where the SmackDown title, if you will, main event at a WrestleMania, but more times than not, yeah. Raw is always the lead storyline. Mm-hmm. I want to get to Survivor Series in a bit, but let me get to the uh, the World Cup. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we got to get to yeah. that. First of all, if you're going to go to Australia and Saudi Arabia and everywhere. I don't like the idea that you've got to make up this fictitious event to go along with the pay-per-view. The greatest Royal Rumble bit was kind of insulting. First of all, why is it the greatest Royal Rumble when there's less on the line in this Royal Rumble than the actual Royal Rumble? But I felt like they needed to make the Saudi government happy. So they said, we're going to have the greatest Royal Rumble. And Braun Strowman won, and they gave Daniel Bryan a great push. And I thought the Royal Rumble was fine, but it, it felt forced. Now they decide we're going to have this thing called a World Cup, which is basically the King of the Ring tournament, and we're going to hand you a dopey trophy. And I thought the matches, uh, the, the first round matches, were bizarrely awful. Yes. I mean, Lukey, they yeah. lasted four minutes. They had randomly clean endings. I mean, Seth Rollins is beating Bobby Lashley in two and a yep. half minutes. Orton's beating Myster- or Mysterio's beating Orton in like three minutes. I-, I thought it was really oddly booked. I think that as you're watching it live, you're scratching your head. If you see where they went and you went backwards, I think it makes sense. Does that make sense? Like, I think that they obviously, the way they set it up where Miz gets hurt, and he, they, they, wouldn't have done, they wouldn't have shot that. They wouldn't have had Randy Orton or Rey Mysterio do the injury angle. The key there is that it's a heel, right. and you could always kind of go, well, I was hurt, blah, blah, blah. They, didn't, they wouldn't want to do that to Mysterio to Orton. Well, or hold Orton. on. Let me ask so you I this. think that's why Miz got by that round and how so they got saying, there is how they got there. But are you saying that they're going to reveal that Miz faked the injury? Like, he's going to come out and say, ha-ha, I fooled you. Not that he faked it, but I just don't think that they'd want their top baby faces on SmackDown to 
to come off looking like that, like that they just sort of allowed Shane McMahon to take their place because they got a little bit of an injury. Right, right, I mean, right. Triple H finished the main event with a torn pectoral, and The Miz takes a slight bump on the outside, and he can't finish a match. <laughs> I mean, so you know what I mean? So, like, I think it's because it's The Miz, who is arguably one of the few guys on the roster that never gets cheered, even though if you watch his, like, reality show, he's, like, the coolest dude. He's got a hot wife. I've actually met him a few, uh, like, way back in the day in college. He's a super cool dude, but he he always gets booed. He's just an unlikable guy, his TV persona. So I think they liked, I think in their mind, they thought, based on where we're going at the end, Miz is the guy that we want in that position. Yeah, I mean, it was it was weird that the finals were going to be Miz Dolph Ziggler. It was just a heel from one side versus a heel from another side. It just, it felt very, very odd that that's where they were going for the finals. And I, I wasn't sure who was going to win or where what was happening like all right well what's going to happen here Dolph's going to beat him clean Miz is going to beat him clean and then what they hold this trophy what they decided to do <laughs> was so odd and stupid and I I tell you I am no fan of Shane McMahon maybe he's a nice guy but as a character I think he's awful I think that when he first came to the WWE when Vince let him come on TV I thought he was a great character I thought he was funny I thought he I thought he was good I think now he's Awful. I think his acting skills have diminished. I think that he's sweating profusely all the time. <laughs> he, start, he seems to be blown up every time. He, blown his, up. His ring entrance. Oh, my like, God. He looks yeah. ja- too jacked up. He yeah. looks like he's on steroids. I would say this. Uh, uh, you do notice that certain people in the company have a better are better at delivering the scripted verbiage better than others. I mean, there's yes. some people that are, do it very well. They could take really bad material and make it sound really good. I think there's some that maybe have a little more leeway, and then there are certain people that just cannot deliver the stuff that they want them to deliver. And I think Shane, unfortunately, fits that category. I think what he, how he gets a, ahead of that is that people like him. He's the one McMahon that people like, and they're going to cheer the guy no matter what because he's Shane O'Mac. He's cool. He wears nice sneakers. He jumps off high things. He's always been like a fan favorite. He went away for a while. I think people know kind of the inner workings there. Uh, certainly, the smart fans do. So I think that. The lack of the promos and him screwing up his lines and being a little blown up and sweating profusely sort of is over. Uh, people look the other way because he's the likable McMahon. But how did he get worse? And Kurt Angle's the same way. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Angle. Angle's gotten worse too, yeah. How? I Why? I don't know. That that promo he cut on Raw, that taped one a couple weeks ago, was hard to watch. And, and then, bad, you know, if bad. I'm Kurt Angle, I yeah. get I come back, I get to go in the Hall of Fame, I get to be GM. Yep. His matches and his bookings have been so I know. Bad. How, do you not, how do you think about the way you think you'd like protect a legend like that? You know, like I said, when you, when, it, when it's all said and done, Kurt Angle's going to be one of the greatest that ever did it. And you got the guy out there losing in a five, six minute match to Dolph Ziggler, yeah. a guy you have not cared about for years. I, I just, I don't know if that's the way I would treat a Kurt Angle. I, I just don't think that that's using him properly. No. He's obviously not in the physical shape he used to be in. He obviously can't go at the level he used to go at. But the fact that they're treating a guy like that, like they did and have been, I find it to be really bizarre. Oh, it's awful. And then where do they go here with Shane? I mean, what's the plan? I think the way Corey Graves was talking about him, this is why announcers are so important, is that he's a heel. Is that Shane McMahon gave you a heel turn. You know, he was celebrating as if he won the whole tournament. I think one of the announcers said that. So, okay, what? He's going to feud with Baron Corbin, who's also a heel? Like, where the hell are they even going with this? Well, I think for sure this is a heel turn. And uh, in a stunning development, we are going to have a um, heel McMahon <laughs> be the authority figure. Because they've only been doing this for 20 freaking years. I mean, this is just like, at what point 
does the heel authority figure just ha- run its course? I mean, it already has run its course. It I already mean, has, how, yeah. How, I mean, they time after time, like I said before, this is the one McMahon we liked, and you turn him heel. <laughs> it's like, what are you yeah. doing? The, the, the authority figure in general is oh done. Oh, my God. It's I mean, done. It's, it's been so played out, particularly the uh, heel authority figure. Oh, yeah. It's, oh been done, it's been done to death. And, you know, where are they going? They're going to waste Daniel Bryan's time and pair those two up and finally finish off that feud where they're going to fight each I, I just... I assume this, I is, uh, this is an angle towards Survivor, Survivor Series. Series, for yeah. sure. There's well, no doubt, which, by the way, is like two weeks away. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's, that's obviously where they're going. Let's get to that, because I, I never thought Survivor Series was as good as the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania or SummerSlam. It was the fourth of the four. With that said, it's still one of the four, all right? Uh It's still one of the bigger pay-per-views of the year. It's still a pay-per-view that's got these epic moments, whether it's... It's a core four. Yeah. yeah. For sure, it's a core four. Taker's debut, Taker, Hogan, the Bret Hart screw job, the birth of The Rock at the Deadly Mm -hmm. Games pay-per-view. There's so many great things from the history of Survivor Series, and they have made it clear that they thought high they thought highly or higher of Crown Jewel than they did Survivor Series because as I'm watching Crown Jewel and they say, "Oh, Survivor Series is 2 weeks from Sunday." I said to myself, "What?" <laughs> it's t- they've barely mentioned it. The first time, the only time they mentioned it was, "Oh, by the way, Ronda Rousey Becky Lynch champion versus champion." Yeah. Which by the way, I hate because These champion versus champion matches, and that's exactly what they're doing. We'll have Brock AJ, what I'll get to. We'll have uh, Nakamura Rollins, US versus IC, woman versus woman. I'm sure they'll do something with the tag titles, even though Rollins and Ambrose still have it. It is a glorified exhibition. I hate it. There's no title on the line. You know you have to even it out. You can't have one brand win too many times against the other brand. It just feels feels like a, a meaningless college bowl game. That that's what these matches feel like. Yeah, it's super hokey. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know if I necessarily have a super strong take one way or the other. I mean, it's it's again, like you said, Survivor Series is was always was as part of the the, the top four pay per views. It's certainly one of the the, the original pay per views they've had, and you hold it in a higher regard. I, I just I almost view it now as like another show, and that's probably a bad thing because <laughs> I just I don't. I don't necessarily get into, okay, it's inner brand stuff. That's fine. I mean, you got the great Brock AJ match from last year. There's some nice things from it, but I found the inner, uh, inner promote or the Raw versus SmackDown, you know, four on fours or five on fives or whatever they're doing to be, you know, I don't get anything out of it. And uh, so I, I think as a show, it's just like another stop on the, on the, uh, on the path there. And I think that that's probably not a good thing because it certainly should be viewed Whoa. at differently. And when you put it at the two weeks after two major shows this week, you don't give it the time to, there's going to be no buildup. There's just literally going to have, they're going to have four shows to build this up. Well, and there's also never going to be a buildup when you've got champion from this brand versus champion from that brand. Right. They're not on the same shows. It's very, it's just a formula. That's all it is. I agree. The four on fours, the five on fives, they are kind of stale. Usually you have to attach something to it. I don't think brand supremacy matters because I don't think anybody gives a damn about people kind of get overlooked and buried in that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to have people getting pinned in like two, three minutes. I I just don't like it. I don't think it does a lot of good for anybody. I think a show like this could work if given the proper time and the proper build. Certainly they're not going to get that now. Um, But if given maybe a longer burn or a longer longer time to kind of get going and build, I would like it. But 
like, yeah, when you throw this together in two weeks and you're going to have all these matches and, and it's just, it just doesn't do it for well, me. And there's also nothing that comes out of it. I mean, right. Except at, that, oh, well, brand supremacy, which like well, besides them, nobody cares about. Right. And you're more concerned. Like, let's take the women for a second. Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. Right. Both of these women are red hot right now. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, Ronda is going to get booed. I think in this match she is. No doubt about it. They are going to cheer Becky Lynch. Okay. I think, And I don't think it's even going to be that close. No, I don't think you're wrong. And I think it's because of who she's wrestling, not because of her. I mean... Yeah, it's just, I think Becky is just one of, their, is one of the top stars right now. But, she gets the biggest reaction on any show, uh, men or female. But it's a no-win match. It's a no-win no win match. Well, that's where you're going to get a schmoz finish. You're not going to get a clean finish well, here. Well, either no you way. get a schmoz, which sucks for a pay-per-view. Right. If Ronda wins, we're all pissed off saying, look at this. Becky Lynch just had this all-time great match with uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yep. Now look what you're doing. You're burying her, and you can't have Rousey lose. No, you cannot. Rousey's first loss has to be more epic than an exhibition match, basically. Exactly. At Survivor Series. And maybe this is a small thing, and maybe they're going to change my view on Monday. But when they announced at the pay-per-view at, at Crown Jewel a few days ago, and they said, oh, okay, so it's going to be WWE champion versus Universal champion, they did not make one mention of the fact that Brock AJ is a rematch from last exactly. year. Exactly. How do you not mention How do you not that? do that? I don't know. They, 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 they sometimes, like you said before, the announcers are there to tell the story. They sort of take like what we don't know and tell us. They're the ones that further the story, and they don't mention that at all. And AJ has had the title for, what, a, a year, year now? He had yeah. the title again, the rematch, and they made no mention of it. It was just sort of like, all right, coming up at Survivor Series, it's AJ and Brock. Yeah, they well, can, moving on. It's like, are you kidding me? No, like, I, what are you doing? It's a huge. Now, I don't know if that's done on purpose because sometimes they do stuff like that on purpose. When they under, think wrestling fans sometimes have a short memory, which bothers me because we don't. Because we could think back to like the 1989, you know, well, uh, Survivor Series. Like we we just have a longer memory than they give us credit for. Sometimes this was last year. Well, that's the thing. So when they ignored Brock Lesnar and Undertaker's history from the yeah. early 2000s, you could say, all right, well, that was a decade ago. This was literally a year ago. <laughs> AJ's had the title for a full year. And the exact yep. date, by the way, because I was curious to look it up, because remember, AJ won the title very randomly against Jinder Mahal. It was weird last year. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be Brock and Jinder. They even ran an angle with it. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I think they realized, oh my God, Jinder Mahal is champion. We really need to change that. Right. AJ took, a, took them a while to realize that, but yeah. <laughs> they <did. laughs> should have realized that in about five minutes. No but kidding. Okay. <laughs> but they did it on a SmackDown, which... Yeah. Here's the problem with that. AJ's one-year title run, which will hit one year on November 7th. That's the date of his title mm. victory. It was at a nondescript SmackDown. It's not like you could even point to SummerSlam or some big event where he won it. It's just a random pay-per-view. But uh, it, we talk about the booking for this. Here's my biggest problem with this AJ Brock match. And they were great last year. They were great. Yes. AJ has to win. I agree. I, I thought about that last night. I'm like, they got. Uh, can we put AJ over here? It's not going to hurt Brock at all. I mean, AJ lost last year. Great match. Brock let him get in so much offense, which I think tells you what Brock thinks about AJ Styles for him to give up that much, for him to give him that much in that match. But yeah, I would, I would say that would be such a huge coup for AJ uh, to get this win, because let's be honest, I would assume that this title reign is coming to, coming to a close relatively soon. So it'd be really nice to kind of put the cherry on top of what has been a very long, very, I think top 10 in their history, uh, the history of the belt, as far as the title reigns length. Um, it would be really nice for him to get a, get a real long competitive win over Brock. Absolutely. And the fact that they wrestled last year and Brock won. That, and, and that's what concerns me, I think. And I, let's see what happens on Raw and SmackDown. I don't want to jump to too many conclusions, but the if they don't mention last year, that to me is a sign Brock's going to win. Because I don't think they would mention... 
it, Brock won last year. So if they right. mentioned they fought last year and Brock won, that would lead me to believe, oh, AJ's going to get the win back. It's going to be a tie. And who knows, maybe down the road, they'll have a rubber matchup. But if they don't mention it, I weirdly take that as a sign that Brock's going to go over him again, which I think is a big mistake because AJ's had a great title run. Despite the fact they don't let him main event, I've liked his title run. I think he's had some good matches. I know some matches have been disappointments, the Nakamura feud and all that, Mm -hmm. but still, he's been a fighting champion. He puts together so many great matches. He's had a one-year title run in this day and age, which is crazy, especially when you're defending it all the time. I think that he's had a great run, and for him to lose to Lesnar again, I don't care how long or great the match is, would be a disappointment. It really would be. I think they have to put him over, but I have no confidence that they will. No, I don't. Again, I think Brock is in that category that I had. You know, I used to put Triple H. I still put Triple H in that category. Hogan, you know, when they are in a match, you just throw the book out the window, you know, because you just... What makes sense and what does this is completely just, like I said, thrown out the window and you're always sort of going to favor and and side on them as far as picking a winner because they're savvy businessmen and that's just the way it goes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I like from uh, thinking about it and the smart thing to do would be to put AJ over. But again, anything goes. And like you said, if they don't make any reference to that match last year, that would make the light bulb go off to say, hey, Brock's probably going over in this match. Here's the other thing. So AJ's had this one-year title run, and to me, the longer a title run is, the more epic the loss has to be. You know, he can't just lose it randomly at To Jinder Mahal on a SmackDown. (laughs) Right, or that, which is worse. I look at the landscape of SmackDown right now, and I don't see it. I don't see where. You want to tell me The Miz? I guess, but that... I don't know right now. I thought the, the oddness of the injury angle they just pulled... I don't know if it's the Miz. So as we sit here today in November, because AJ is going to have the title through Survivor Series, obviously. Obviously. It's not a title match. Where and when is he losing it? Is it possible? And this is what I want. I'll be honest with you. Is it possible he's going to hold it till WrestleMania? I mean, are we there? Yeah, I think so. Um, I would have thought Daniel Bryan. Uh, now I don't know. Um, that would have been my original thought is uh, Daniel, him and Daniel Bryan have a series of matches ultimately uh, cultivating and in, in, in Daniel winning the title. Now I'm not too sure. And if you take Daniel Bryan out of the picture, uh, uh, Orton's always in play. Mysterio back. I Ugh. don't think as a part-time they're giving him the strap. No. Uh, they never really looked at Ray like that. Uh, There's nobody. I don't know if I see the guy. Obviously, you have the brand split after after Mania. It could be somebody that I, on, the, on the Raw brand right now. But as far as on that SmackDown brand... Outside of Daniel Bryan, the guy doesn't really strike me right now as a guy that's going to take over. I would have said maybe Samoa Joe, but now he's beaten Joe so many times that really he's lost. Uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to say, say credibility, but like I just don't see Joe now beating AJ after losing uh, all these matches to him. So I, it's, it's hard for me to think of the guy. Yeah, I, I envisioned, I said this before SummerSlam, that my year-out plan would have been Daniel Bryan, AJ at WrestleMania, and Bryan gets that one last run as champion. I don't know. He just had him tap out on a SmackDown. <laughs> Which is very rare that you see a babyface tap out on TV. I mean, I, that is very, very... I don't want to get into all of it. I don't know if... Because uh, Daniel Bryan refused to do that show on Friday, so I don't want to speculate, but like... It, and they had to get out of it. But, but, and but that was their way of getting out of it. I'm going to defend the WWE for a second, mm-hmm. which I, I'm not doing because I thought the crown jewel was a joke, and I admire Daniel Bryan. Not as much John Cena. He's, it's easier for well, him to Cena, do Well, Cena, I think, got a tap on the shoulder and went, hey, listen, right. probably not a good idea to go. Yeah, no kidding. Cena is like... I mean, he's... A, I mean, let's be honest. He's got other career aspirations. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, just the bottom line. And going there probably is not good for those 
aspirations. No, no doubt. I said this off air. I think it was to Monzo like a month ago. I said, mark my words, John Cena is not stepping foot in Saudi Arabia. There's no way with where he is in life right now he's going to do that. But let's say Daniel Bryan went, okay? He was Mm -hmm. fighting AJ for the title at this pay-per-view. It would have probably been the same finish. Exactly. Yep. That's why I'm not convinced he's being punished. We knew AJ was not losing the title to Daniel Bryan at Crown Jewel. We knew that. So it's just a matter of, are they going to give you a clean match? And I think they were going to. And maybe it would have been a tap out. So that's why I can't... Let's see what they do from here to find out if they're burying Daniel Bryan. They have done nothing with him since his return that would make me believe... At this point, that they're going to do anything with him. Like I said, on paper, because of his... When I said before that I think it would be Daniel Bryan, I'm going based on his ability, the way he connects with the fans, and how over he is. I am not going off of the way they have booked him. Now, they did it the first time, and they got lightning in the bottle, and they've tried to do that again with the Sami Zayn's, with the Baileys, and it has not worked, and it is not working now where we beat you, we beat you, we beat you, we beat you so much that the crowd just wants you to win. And and you got, like I said, you caught lightning in a bottle with, with Daniel Bryan, uh, heading into WrestleMania 30, but it, they've tried it again, and they're trying it now with Daniel Bryan, I think, and it, it's just not as it's just not working. I, I'll tell you this: for that SmackDown match, AJ was much more over than Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yep. I mean, Daniel Bryan was almost getting booed a little bit because people root for AJ. AJ Styles, I think, is past him now. It's uh, it's amazing, and it started with the when he came back at WrestleMania. How, in my opinion, how poorly they booked him. And look, he's never been their guy. They had no choice but to go with him. And I just, unless this is part of this big, big master plan, it's just the way they, the I, way they've presented him on television so far. I mean that that horrible feud with, um, God, I'm blanking on him with uh, Big Cass and yeah. and just how he was booked with the Miz and how he came back at Mania and then tapping out on TV here. It's just not inspiring the way they have booked him so far since he came no. back, which was a huge, huge return. Of course, I mean think of the returns you've had this year: Daniel Bryan, Shawn Michaels, and honestly, they've meant nothing. Yeah, the they, only, they've meant nothing. The only way they can overcome it is if he just flat out wins the Royal Rumble. You know, that's you can overcome anything with this great Royal Rumble uh, performance, and then he challenges for the title, and you go from there. I have a guy I got to throw at you mm-hmm. to beat AJ. This this is good. <laughs> I think you like this. Guy's got to win the Royal Rumble though. All right, he's got to go out. He's got to put together a forty-five minute performance and okay. win the Royal Rumble, and then elect because they can go back to this where you challenge whatever champion you want, mm-hmm. and that guy's Finn Balor. Okay, right, and then sort of, yeah, okay, and playing off that they had a match already, that, that AJ, did AJ win that or Finn won that? I, I try to ignore that that happened. Yeah. Okay, we have to I, that, eliminate I, that from our memory. <laughs> maybe Finn won that match. Yeah, Finn won that match, right? Did Finn demon? win that match? Well, he was the demon that night, Over right? Over AJ? Ah, I gotta remember, because I think it was non-title. Yeah, it was definitely non-title. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forget why they even did that, but I remember it happening in It was, brain. oh, I think, didn't uh, somebody get... That was the night where Angle came back. Something, a couple things happened, and they had a like they hot shotted that match, and then they brought. Uh, that was when Reigns, I think, got the. Was it Reigns that got the mumps or something happened where they had to put yeah, Kurt somebody, Angle that in the was Shield, it. That was and it. then they had to have AJ versus you know what Finn. They added that last minute. Everybody like, got well, a couple sick. days before the show. Yeah, the they locker got room. Wyatt. A couple guys got like the mumps or something. Yeah, like so they had to bring SmackDown guys over. That's, That's exactly what it was. What right. it was. But we just have to ignore that happening because I think <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've listened. You've always, you've always, you've always uh, pushed for Finn. I think he's great. Um, I again, he's sort of a guy that look. He won the universal title. He got in, in, injured. He had to relinquish the title, and he's never really been able to get back fully on track. Um, 
with that, now he's a totally different guy when he puts the paint on. I think when he puts that paint on, he elevates himself to another level. Now, if you did that every week, I think it would sort of water it down. But when he's coming out with the paint and doing all that, Finn Balor is a, is a, is a ultra mega star. He's still ec- excellent without it, but... I don't know if they see him in that level. Now, on a SmackDown, they might. And obviously, That's you're going to get a great match with, between the two they, of them. And there's a ton of history with, with both of them being two uh, leaders of the Bullet Club. So you have that built-in history. They had a great match. You know you're going to get out of that. And, and that that could be that – is, that is a good name that, that could take over uh, because we for AJ's title reign. We have to accept that AJ Styles, the WWE title, and SmackDown will not main event WrestleMania. No. No, no matter how much we no, want I, it. No, I think that – I think that – Ronda Rousey is would be my clear favorite to main event that show right uh, now. Not yep. yet. It's I wouldn't rule it out. I'll but go I right still... now and say that Ronda will main event that show. All right. Which I, think... I don't. By the way, I don't know if that's the best thing because those shows are long. It's going to be about forty degrees outside <laughs> at MetLife Stadium. People are going to be sitting there for about forty-five hours, and that, those crowds get a little cranky by the end of it. So. It's tough because obviously you're not going to main event a mania with like, uh, you know, whatever, like a throwaway match, but it's really tough. We've seen it. Those crowds tend to tire. They've been there all weekend, so it's going to be cold outside no, I most likely. So, I would but main, I, I think that's where they're headed. I would I main do. event, if Brock's main event, okay. I would main event with Brock because his match is very quick. They're action filled. Like if you go back to Lesnar Goldberg, when Goldberg won the universe, uh, when Lesnar won the universal title, which was uh, actually was a great match when you, it when you think back. should have been the yeah. main event. Yeah. It was quick and action-packed enough yes, it was. to keep everybody's attention span. So that's how I would go with it. But the point is, whether it's Ronda Rousey or it's the Universal title or it's The Undertaker against Shawn Michaels. Act, or, or well, listen, we all know what the main event's going to be. Triple H is going to have, you know, has superhuman strength, <laughs> is going to heal from the torn pack faster than John Cena did. He's going to come back and he's going to main event against Batista. We know that. <laughs> or maybe Drax. I don't know. That'll be that. That cannot be the main event. By well, the way. I mean, listen, the way they shot that angle on SmackDown 1000, I would assume those two are headed towards Mania. That's I don't fine. know That's not if a Triple H event. will be ready, but I. That's not a main event. That's fine. They can wrestle. It's not a main event. Whether or not they main event that match will be, you know, you could you could go get a you could go take a you know a, a, a bathroom break during that because it'll be about forty minutes long. I think they didn't we talk about this how Triple H has the longest matches. Yes. Of any yes. Match. That's why maybe the torn pec muscle will save us from that in 2019. Maybe. But that's why when you think about AJ for the WWE title at Mania, don't overthink it because it's not going to be the main event. Exactly. So you can put Finn Balor yep. in there. Say give them. Hopefully they give him time, give him a great match. It's not going to main event it. Even if Daniel Bryan took on AJ Styles, it's just not main event. The main event, as it's been proven to us now, is going to be either the universal title or some old guy, or in your case, maybe Ronda Rousey. But I, as we sit here today, I would lean against it not happening. But it could happen. If it's ever going to happen with a woman's main event, I think now would be the time, and I think Rousey without a loss against Charlotte is probably the way they're going. Yeah, it could be Charlotte or it could be Becky. I think those, I think both are, I think the original thought was Charlotte. Uh, maybe they think differently now with Becky. Uh, the way they think, and if I were to go inside their mind, and when we always say they, we mean Vince McMahon, I would, I would think Charlotte is sort of their, you know, female version of Roman Reigns, that hand-picked, their, that, that face they wanted their company. Um... Although now you could certainly argue Ronda's in that position, obviously, she's such a huge star, crossover for the whole deal. But I would think that they'd want Charlotte in that spot. 
but it's hard to deny the popularity right now of Becky Lynch, but we've seen them swim upstream well, before and kind of go against what the crowd wants. Well, let me ask you this. Seen then. that a lot. I'll ask you a very simple question. We're two weeks away. What main event Survivor Series? <sighs> probably the... It's pro- Honestly, it's probably going to be the team, you know, the men's team Raw versus oh. Team SmackDown. Oh. Probably. Because don't they do that where, you know, it's for brand supremacy yeah. and that, yeah, right? Well, they did that last year. I mean, last yeah. year... It wasn't Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles. It should have been the main event, but it wasn't. I don't know. I could see Brock, AJ being the main event. I need to see what the hell the the Raw SmackDown match is at this. Yeah, point. because we're gonna see we're gonna see how it develops with Corbin. Oh man! Hey, it's possible, Lugie. To your point, maybe the main event of Survivor Series is what you said. Maybe it's Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. On a side note, Baron Corbin has like the coolest theme song. I was like singing it the other day. Too bad <laughs> it's like it's you. It's used on Baron Corbin. You, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? It was just like is is uh, I'm just not a fan of. But it's like such an awesome song. Like I just feel like it's such a cool, like epic song. Like you hear that blast at WrestleMania. Unfortunately, it's used on on Baron Corbin. But uh, my but, favorite, but I think it's a sweet song. My favorite wrestling song is AJ. I like his song. Uh, currently, you're saying? Yeah. Oh wow. Like a rap song. I like it. <laughs> well, the way you just did it, maybe. Well, but, listen, what do you want from me? <laughs> let me let me think about that real quick. What would be the best? Uh, Nakamura when he was a good guy was amazing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Undertaker's such a classic. Uh, I'd have to think about that a little harder. But yeah, I mean, like they do, a, they do a great job with their theme songs. I mean, oh, we, yeah. we can get, we can have a whole po- a podcast on that. I think but we I mean, should. through the years, I, think, I, think I mean, that's. That's we need to have a nostalgic podcast. I feel like we haven't done one that in a while where we kind of, we, 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 usually we have to find like a reason, like it has to tie into the current stuff, but maybe me, you and Monzo could do something where we go over like our top, whatever, you know, music or something like that. That'd be a, that'd be a pretty cool idea as I digress here. We don't need a damn reason. <laughs> I'll, I'll end it on this one old school question. It's not really old school. It's okay. more curiosity. Sure. Hulk Hogan comes back. Right. He says, what you're going to do, right? Does his whole stupid shtick for two minutes. <laughs> Will we... When we, when will we see Hulk Hogan on WWE television again? I would say probably January. For what? Just to just to be his normal Hogan self? Yeah, I don't know if they have any sort of plans for him to wrestle, <laughs> but I think when they gear up for Mania and you start to get to that season, I think that's when you'll start to see him come on. Could he potentially be a you know a raw general manager? Uh-huh. Maybe I'm just thinking. I'm I'm just thinking out loud here. But I would imagine like because I I don't see certainly leading up to Survivor Series he has no reason to be on television. Uh, and then post that I, I I don't I don't see where they would kind of shoehorn him in. So I think you kind of have him on on this show. You know what I mean? Where it was sort of like let's be honest though that those shows they are sort of in a lot. Although this one wasn't because it was so freaking newsworthy, but in a lot of ways it's glorified. I would say glorified house show or live event, but. I wouldn't say that now because they shot so many angles on it and there's, it was such a newsworthy show, but I, I just don't see where they have Hogan. I don't see where he fits into the plans for the rest of the year, but certainly once Mania comes comes around, they're going to have him there. So they might gear him up in, in January, certainly by the time we get to Mania, so either February, March, that sort of thing. I would never put him on TV again. I think the good, yeah, of, the yeah. good of having Hulk Hogan back yeah. is not to use him but it's to not ignore his place in wrestling history, the, which right. sometimes they do. Well, they remove them for the Hall of Fame right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Things like that are stupid. Yeah. It insults sure. our intelligence. When you have a video package commemorating WrestleMania, if you ignore Hulk Hogan, it's like ignoring Babe Ruth in the history of baseball. You can't do it. So right. I like him being there a part of the furniture. Yeah. 
But for for a myriad of reasons, one being he just there's there's what's the point of him? You know, I'd go simple as that. Like, yeah, it's like Bret Hart. Bret Hart's not around because there'd be no reason for Bret Hart to be around. What the hell would he be around? Yeah, if you're for? thinking just in the wrestling bubble, then yeah, like, what's the point? What does he add to the show? What does he add to the product and all that? There's what, nothing what there. What purpose is he serving? No, exactly. And then obviously with all the controversy, that that's that's yeah. I mean, I could just you know, certainly having him on television is 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 extremely controversial. No There's no question. doubt about it. No question. Excellent job, Lugie. I Thank appreciate you. it. The great Tommy Lugauer, as we do a little Crown Jewel Survivor Series preview. This has been the latest edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast.